0: Welcome to another week with the Coaching Hive podcast. If you remember from last week, September is all about self-care. And this week I have something really special for you. I went outside my comfort zone to help promote self-care and the coach that I am welcoming onto this week's podcast did the same thing. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Jeannie. She is a national board certified health and wellness coach and a friend of mine and colleague, and I am honored to have her here on the podcast today, where we are going to dig into and dive into self-care. Are you ready? Let's go. I'm Dr. Mora. I'm a college professor, instructor, coach, and passionate mentor to health coaches around the world. But I haven't always been that confident and committed to my coaching career. I was hesitant to take the next step and wasn't sure what the best approach was to success and fulfillment. I decided to step into my passion and purpose of guiding health coaches on their journey from hesitant health coach to committed health coach. With a unique approach to coach growth, the Coaching Hive Blueprint combines creating a mindful vision with inspiring guidance and progress driven learning. The Coaching Hive podcast is your glimpse into the concepts, ideas, and approaches that underscore the Coaching Hive, while giving you the opportunity to implement tools and tips along the way. Are you ready to dive into today's podcast? Then let's go and remember that this podcast is family-friendly, so go ahead and play it through your speakers. I'm glad that you're here. and. I would love to take this time together to talk about self-care. We're both health coaches, right? And um, I wonder if you could just share with everyone what led you to health coaching? Mm,
1: good question. Um, I think the main thing that drove me to it is, is for myself. Um, I have been working my whole life trying to lose weight and, and figure mm-hmm. that whole thing out. Um, and then when I realized that health coaching really does work, um, because I worked with a health coach, mm-hmm. this is fantastic. I've got to learn how to do this.
0: So I think that's kind of how a lot of people come to health coaching is they realized the benefits of having some help in achieving their health and wellness goals. And so we kind of jump in wholeheartedly. I kind of came to it from a situation where I needed to be as healthy as possible because we were trying to have a family and I needed to make shifts and my husband needed to make shifts. and so I jumped in and then realized the power of coaching right just we need coaches as a complement to
1: all our other health care providers right definitely and it just it helps you keep it accountable it keeps you on track without Worrying about going to the doctor or trying to figure out if a medicine works, or you know, it's just a different way to change your life and your behavior. Uh, just a whole different pathway.
0: Ah, it really is, and something that I think is starting to really pick up and gain some momentum here, especially in the United States, as we have our certification.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely. I'm, I had, you cut out just a little bit, so I kind of missed that last piece. But yeah, having that board certification just validates what we're doing and makes us more credible.
0: It really does. And I think a lot of times now our healthcare providers are more willing to work with us as health coaches because they realize that we're doing things from a science background.
1: Right, absolutely, and that's what makes me more credible at work. I'm I'm trying to incorporate this health coaching practice into a surgical office that I work for, and mm-hmm. having that board certification made all the difference. And being able, and I know everybody can't bill with codes right now, but it does help because I'm in the medical practice. So being able to use those codes mm-hmm. uh, just makes sense. Really i so brilliant to be able to start
0: um incorporating health coaching into medical practices so it just becomes the norm it's mm-hmm. thing that is oh i should have a health coach where do i find now you know we see them more and more just mainstream
1: yeah yeah i'm seeing it more and more um insurances um actually one insurance that we had you were able to use a health coach for free while you were on their medical plan, so you know it's it's really up and coming right now.
0: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So as we see the need, well, we've always had the need for health coaches, but as we see more and more health coaches finding their path forward, getting busier, I feel like self care really becomes even more important. It's important anyway, mm-hmm. but now with building businesses or building partnerships in health coaching. That's a busy time. Mm. Very. Yes. And, you know, you're building health coaching into the medical practice where you work. Well, that's just as difficult as building a standalone business. There's all those intricacies that get in the way. And self-care is
1: well, it kind of gets pushed to the back burner. It can for sure. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, I think I was feeling a little bit of that this weekend, really. Um, It if you keep driving forward, because so many of us want to make this happen, and you feel like you've just got to keep going and going. And if you don't take care of yourself in some fashion, you're going to burn out, and you're going to get tired. Yes,
0: you're right. You do you get And then you start to feel like, do I really want to keep doing this? If this is the way I'm going to feel, do I want to keep doing it? And that's a sad, that's a sad state for our world and for the health coaching profession when we get burned out.
1: Definitely. And it's, you know, you lose sight of what your focus really was just because you're, you're more focused on how tired you are.
0: Yep. And the fact that you just want to go sit on the couch and binge watch some TV. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Which, you know, sometimes maybe that self-care is saying, I'm, I've i had enough for right now. And I've got to sit down and say no to everything
1: else. Yes. And in reality, that is pretty much what I did this weekend. And along with some other things that I typically do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just kind of hit a wall on Friday. I was exhausted. And Saturday, I didn't want to do anything, see anybody or talk to anybody. Yeah. And you know what? It, it's okay. I feel better. It's it's just part of getting past where you got stuck.
0: That, what a great point. Getting past where you got stuck and just saying it's okay to let go of all of those other things that maybe you ought to be doing. <laughs> actually tells us we ought to be doing us? Usually us.
1: Always us.
0: <laughs> so stepping back, I think a big part of self-care is stepping back and learning to say no.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Because if you can't say no, nobody else is going to do it for you.
0: No. Mm -hmm. People are going to keep saying, well, do this for me, do this for me. And if you if we don't empower ourselves to say no, then we just keep building onto that stress and that Mm -hmm. burnout.
1: Yes. And And to that point, I learned from you actually, um, having an end point and a stopping point with what you're doing, I can plan all day long and that's part of my self care. But if I don't put a stop, like a time on what I'm doing, I'll just keep going and then my plans blow. But I've learned that and I've implemented that and it makes all the difference in the world. I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of us, especially as health coaches
0: can get drawn into that and we keep working something over and over without just saying, you know what, it's good enough right. I don't need to keep at this any longer. I need to say I'm human. The people that are serving are human and we're all human. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, no perfection is necessary. Yeah. And that that's actually, it was a very difficult thing for me to wrap my head around is, you know, I write out my plan, I'm going to do this at this time and this at this time, but I, to actually say, I'm going to do this for 30 minutes. Oh my gosh. I fought it for a while. It was hard.
0: It is really hard. And if you
1: set a timer
0: and the timer goes off, I don't know about you, but I go, Oh, but I'm so close. I'll just stop the timer and I'll, I'll finish up. Yes. and it's 30 minutes later. That finish up of 30 seconds was 30 minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can go on forever.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. I've got to know what are some of your favorite
1: self-care? So I do, I have a few, uh, it depends on where I'm at with, with life. Mm. Um, if I'm really, really stressed, or I'm having a lot of anxiety about something, or I'm trying to get started with something new that kind mm-hmm. of gives me a lot of, uh, you know, kind of holds me back a little bit, I, yeah. I will exercise and just burn off that extra energy. Mm-hmm. And that helps clear my mind. It just, it settles all that, that wasted energy, and then mm-hmm. focus again. So that's a big one. Um, I I journal a lot Uh, if I've got some low-level stress going on. You know, it really just depends on what is going on in my mind. But a lot of times I will journal just, even if I can't figure out what's happening in my mind, I'll just write it all down. Just get it out of my head. Yes. And then I'll come back to it maybe a couple of days or a week later, and I'm like, "Oh, Oh, I know what's going on now. Yeah. And it it's, just makes sense
0: of it. It's amazing. That space creates so much clarity of what's going on. And even just, I've done it. And a couple days later, I look back at it and think, that just
1: wasn't worth it. I just need to let it go. Yeah. It's not serving me. <laughs> and sometimes just writing it down is letting it go. You mm-hmm. can just close the book and walk away. And you get it all out. It, it just clears
0: your mind. You don't have to carry it around with you. Mm-hmm. It's, I always talk about telling your squirrels to take a nap. Those squirrels that run around in your brain, you put them on the journal
1: page. They get to take a nap,
0: and they don't have to bother you anymore.
1: Exactly, because and that's just another distraction. You know, you need your energy for all those things that you really want to focus on. And if you've got mm-hmm. these weird things in the back of your mind going on, you can't you can't put the, the full energy into what you're trying to do. You
0: can't you're right. I love, I also love that you brought up exercise. I wholeheartedly don't like exercise. <laughs> I, I know that's not what I'm supposed to say, but I have never, I do, I do exercise mostly. <laughs> I do find a lot of joy in it when I get through exercising, but getting there is a little tough, but I will say, you know, exercising, it does bring clarity. It settles everything down It gets all that nervous energy in my case out of the way so that I can actually stop and think about what it is I'm supposed to be doing and a lot of times it's so much simpler than I thought it was
1: yeah always that's the same for me and I I'm not I always liked to exercise I didn't love it love it but when I decided that exercise was my way of getting past anxiety Mm -hmm. I it just I love it I crave it sometimes because I know that I need to get rid of that energy Mm -hmm. um that I don't necessarily do it for physical health or weight loss (laughs) or anything like that it's it's really mental health Uh,
0: yes I would go when I was in college before I was married I would run and um I was engaged for three years of So my fiance at that time would say, you're going for, okay, <laughs> and he, oh, something big was happening. He needed, I needed to just go for a run, get it out. And then we could talk about whatever was going on. Right. But he, I was going for a run, something was happening and I needed to settle it. And then we could talk about what I was worried about or stressed about, or just kind of thinking about and couldn't figure out.
1: Exactly. Same. My husband will. (laughs) He'll be like, "Mm, have you been down on the treadmill lately? (laughs) Yes. I think maybe you need to go. (laughs) Is it time? Should you go down and walk on the treadmill? (laughs) I get that too.
0: (laughs) That subtle hint of something's not right. Mm -hmm. Take care of yourself. I know it will help.
1: Right. Yeah. you know, there's a problem when they know before you do. <laughs>
0: <I> <laughs> you do, know, but but you know that's also part of self care is having that supportive network that can mm-hmm. step in and say, "I see something's not working. How can I help?" Or what
1: do you need? Yes, exactly. And and really, there are times when I don't realize I'm spinning out of control, and he will say something, and that that changes it. I'll go do my thing and be yep. fine. You <laughs> too. And it's so you know, we're as humans, we're made to be
0: social creatures, but yet I I love to read, I'm super introverted. I love to just sit on the couch with a blanket and think into a book. And I'm perfectly content. So I don't go out and seek that social mm-hmm. support. Just natural, not my natural state of being. Mm-hmm. And we need it though. We right. need to know when to reach out, when to
1: say, oh, I'm okay. And it makes a difference. It, it does. And sometimes that when I journal, that's mm-hmm. when I realize, oh, you know, I'm tired. I need to rest or, you know, I'm missing my friends. I need to go call them or go out with them or, or whatever. And that, you know, you get so caught up in life. Sometimes you just don't know what you need until you either write it down or mm-hmm. talk to someone and, some people can shine a light on it better than you can yourself. Yep.
0: And even just sharing with someone else, someone who's not
1: close to you, like in Mm -hmm.
0: the most close to you sharing it with someone else, even just speaking those words can bring clarity. Right. Absolutely. And all of that helps, I think with the burnout or the potential for burnout. When we are doing these things like exercising and journaling, then, it gets easier. Mm-hmm. is big. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You can see it quicker. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so.
1: I'm taking
0: a yoga for stress relief course. It's fifteen. have yoga practice every single day.
1: Wow. That sounds amazing. I'm
0: stretching my ability to exercise regularly. <laughs> but it's amazing because we start with mindset at the beginning of the week and we do just, jo- yoga and and more power yoga to get our breath going so that we can think with clarity and it's just a reminder that there's no one no one way for self-care to happen
1: Mm -hmm. definitely yeah it, it can look like sometimes i will drive to work and i will turn off my phone my radio and sometimes just sitting in silence is just what i need just to go to work for 20 minutes and quiet. Yep.
0: And sitting in the silence is powerful because it does allow the clutter to clear and find some of those answers sometimes that, that, or you can just recognize that maybe the answer isn't there yet. Mm-hmm. Okay too.
1: Right. So waiting on it. <laughs> right. Yep.
0: I've done that. I've turned, I've gotten in the car and turned everything off and you just drive in silence and just allow that to calm your
1: body mm-hmm. without all that external noise right more distractions mm-hmm. yeah if they i i would say that if whatever self-care someone chooses if it eliminates distractions so you can get in touch with yourself then it's the right self-care if
0: you can find your right find the kind of self-care that eliminates distraction even if it's painting your nails I know some people say oh painting your nails is not self-care but it is if it's allowing you to sit down and stop Mm -hmm. and to just be quiet and to be with yourself then yeah it's self-care and you end up with pretty nails so (laughs) bonus bonus So it doesn't always have to be things like exercise, you know, those tried and true things. People always say, well, self-care is exercise and it's getting sleep. And yes, it's all of those things, but it's also really personal. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. It's really about listening to what your body and your mind needs Mm -hmm. and doing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I see a friend of mine, John on, and he was live today saying, you know, you really have to say no. And we were talking about that too. Learn to say no because it allows you to say yes to other things. Mm-hmm. But what saying no to that extra commitment means okay. you can get to bed a reasonable time.
1: Absolutely,
0: you can Function better the next day or with your health looks different for everyone. And like you said it, and when we were starting, you said it kind of depends on where I'm at in my life mm-hmm. as Self care. I need. What's going on?
1: And that helps me to decide what to do. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Because one day is not going to look like another. You mm-hmm. have different stresses throughout your life and throughout the week. And exercise might work in one case, but in, you might need a bubble bath in another. You might. I've got a good friend. Her husband sends her off to
0: the bubble bath. Says, "Okay, here are your bubble." Go get your bath, and you can't come out until you can tell me three good things, <laughs> because it makes her stop and reframe the day in a way that allows her to have gratitude.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Our husband saying the treadmill recently. Might be fine. Might be. Yeah. That is our social support. Also helps us to know what we need in the moment aren't able to to see that clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so i think we've covered a lot of different concepts here and thinking about self-care and finding answers for you and the mm-hmm. different um so do you have any kind of last tips when you think about other health coaches because we are hoping to to minimize that burnout and that stress level, especially as health coaching is really booming and we want to see it take off and to be successful, but we have to do that in a healthy way. We are all health coaches, right? Right,
1: right. Um, I, I think the, the one thing that I do most every day mm-hmm. that keeps me on track is my planner. It's with me all the time. I write everything down, so A, I don't have to remember it, B, I don't forget it, and C, I'm not wasting valuable energy trying to figure out where all this stuff is, you know? It's all in one place. It's right there.
0: So, what do you think is the value of having a, do you, you have a written planner, right? Mm, I do. Do you find that there's value in that written planner versus a like
1: one? I do. I tried. Uh, I tried doing uh, one with my iPad, and it was nice. It was cute, but man, it didn't feel right. It just uh, there's something about paper and pen that just makes it. There's like this connection from your mind to your hand to the paper that makes it real. Least, uh, hmm? you're right. Putting that
0: paper, that pe- not paper to pen, pen, to paper, <laughs> pencil to paper, whatever it is. To create your plan, I think it's because you're using more senses, I feel like. And the senses we involve in the moment, the more effective it's going to be. Yes. Your goal out and writing it down, that just adds to the the motivation of it, to your willingness to give it a whirl. Yeah. That planner and being able to identify, like, I, I identify my top. Three rocks for the day my top three must do's mm-hmm. and i play and i feel such a big sense of accomplishment when those are done and then i have the lesser things underneath that if they get moved eh,
1: nothing's gonna happen <laughs> mm-hmm. it's still there you can still see it and still- i like to put affirmations in there too i don't do it every day but there's something about, not only are you thinking about the affirmation, but you're also writing it out. So it's, it gives you a double shot at having that affirmation kind of sink in. Do you do that on a daily basis? A lot of days, probably not every day, but it's always, I open my planner for the week and I can see them there. If I add to it, I do. If I, if I don't have time, then I don't.
0: Okay.
1: I like that idea.
0: I use a quote of the week in my planner, but I hadn't thought to do daily affirmations in my planner. I like that idea.
1: Yeah, it's nice. It starts the, I always start in the morning, so I open it, you know, after I get up, and that's that's what I start with. I write in an affirmation, I write out my to-dos and what's coming up and just refresh my mind. And so the first thing is an affirmation.
0: Oh, that's perfect. I love it. I
1: uh-huh. think <laughs> that <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: I need to write it down. So I remember (laughs) (laughs) my planner so that I can plan to write my
1: affirmations in planner. (laughs) I'll jot a note in my planner to remind you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking my planner's
0: just out of reach. I can't quite grab it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So thank you so much. You've given really, You've given me some new insights, and I know that one of the goals I told you when I asked if you wanted to come on with me live to talk was that I'd love to raise awareness for health coaches so that we are living a healthy lifestyle, and that includes Mm self-care. And self-care is something we often just push to the back burner, whether we're health coaches or not, but I do think health coaches are susceptible to it like everyone else. Yeah. And we need to be good role models. Um, so it's, a, you know, it's a win. we get to be a good role model. We also get to take care of ourselves so that we can sustain our careers as health coaches.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So for, for
0: spending time with me tonight and coming to share your ideas, I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. It, it was my privilege. Thank you to everyone who is listening. And I love, love those ideas um, that you guys shared as well. Wasn't it absolutely wonderful to hear Jeannie's ideas as she shared self-care, as we chatted self-care together and recognizing that self-care for everyone is different. There's no right or wrong to self-care provided that you are actually doing some form of self-care. So next week we will continue our conversations all around self-care and coaching and until then, I hope you are able to take time out of your day for some good quality self-care.